Hi, everyone, and welcome our weekly one-on-one -on -one with head coach Doug Peterson, presented by Wawa. I'm insider Dave Spadaro, and coach, congratulations, NFC East champions. I know, I like this shirt. You're yeah, supporting it. not I bad. Like uh, how do you celebrate? Tell everybody. On a bus ride back yeah, from, Metal, exactly. from the Meadowlands, from MetLife Stadium. But no, I mean, I, we celebrated in the locker room, obviously, with the players and coaches and, and, uh, and, the, and the staff that was there. And uh, just, a, just a great feeling and a, a sense of accomplishment for what we've gone through and the adversity that we've gone through. But I, I, one of the things that kind of stood out to me as I went around the locker room congratulating the players, and they all, they all pretty much had the same message. It's like, Coach, we're, we're, we, we got to get ready for next week, and we're moving on to the postseason. And that, to me, shows signs of the, that resiliency of this football team, the commitment that they have made to one another, uh, and the hard work and the, and the preparation that they put in every single week to not only win the NFC East, to kind of fight back, get ourselves in a position to win the NFC East, then win it, put ourselves in a playoff game where everybody's starting over 0-0, zero and, zero, and uh, anything can happen now, happen now in the postseason. Do you think you did a great coaching job turning this thing around from 5-7 and seven to 9-7? and seven? You know, I... I I, they always say the head coach and the quarterback get all the huh? credit and all the blame. Um, I, I just know this, that I, I, I'm a simple person, and I try to keep it as consistent as, as I can, keep the messaging you know, the same, just, just come to work every single day. And I think I learned that throughout my, my course of my career as a player and obviously now as a coach. But um, consistency, honesty, being transparent – and leaning on the players, kind of putting things more back on the players, right? And 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 on my coaches, on my assistant coaches, and that's that's where I think I'm the most proud of of my guys and how how my coaches have have prepared some of these younger players that have been playing, and then obviously you know leaning on the veteran guys, the you know Carson Wentz, a veteran guy, Jason Kelsey, Jason Peters, you know Malcolm, Fletch, Rodney, these guys just come, Nigel Bradham, guys just keeping this team together. Uh, for this last month of the season. So how do you feel? I mean, we now know Brandon Brooks is out for the postseason. How do you feel about this team heading into Seattle here as we, as we get ready for the Seahawks? I mean, I still feel good. I, I mean, I think I think I look back and, and where we've come and, and you know, I, you hate to you hate to say it, but, you know, injury is a part of this football game and you hate to lose any player. Brandon has been a huge part of our success and, and, and to lose him obviously is big for our offensive line, but you know, Matt Pryor stepped in and, did, and played well yesterday, and, and we're hopeful that Elaine Johnson can come back this week and give us, you know, some valuable time. But, you know, it's, it's always been the next man up mentality, and, and I really feel like, you know, where we are as a football team that we can overcome just about anything. And, and we were faced with adversity the other night in New York with, with some of the guys that, that left that game. Uh, and we are able to overcome it, and, and guys stepping up and making plays. So I, I do feel comfortable. Obviously, we got to put in the hard work and the preparation again this week. We got to study this opponent. We just played him about five weeks ago, um, so we got to go back and watch that tape, and obviously clean up some of the mistakes from that one. I get the next man up mentality, and that's the way. It's, but the next man up does not generally include 13 players from the practice squad. Ten players on Sunday on the game day roster were practice squad players at some point this season. Th this is. A remarkable story. You know, it, 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 and again, it goes to show the type of practice squad players that we're bringing into this and onto our team. And I think that's Good point. credit to Howie and, and Andy Weidel and the guys, you know, the personnel guys are bringing in quality, competent players who one day could be on an active roster. And so, you know, that's where it starts, obviously, with them. And then, obviously, when they do get an opportunity, these guys are hungry, they're eager, they want to be coached, they want to learn, and they want to do good. They want to perform because this is their career's on the line. This is their careers that they're putting out on tape. So, you know, they want to put good film out there as well, and they want to help uh, the Philadelphia Eagles win, win, win championships and win and win football games. So, um, 
I was a practice squad player in my career. I know what it's like to, to be on that roster and then and then ultimately be be activated um, and, and helping your team win. It really illustrates, you know, the whole player acquisition thing, draft picks, free agent signings. I mean, there's such a very small little margin players who are the stars and the players who aren't you know it's, play it's the league. And, and Dave, it's part of the messaging going back to training camp that I, I tell the team all the time is that, you know, you, you, you never know because it's a 53-man roster. We understand that, but it's it's made up of a bunch of different. You got your starters, right, and you got your 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 role players and your situational players and your practice squad players, and 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 everybody has a role. Everybody has a niche on the football team, and you never know because, yeah, you may not be the the starting middle linebacker or starting quarterback of the football team, but you know what? You have a role on this football team, and it might be a starter on special teams or or something of that nature, and that's. That's what, to me, brings the team together is you're coaching everybody and not just the 11 on offense or defense. What has Carson gained who gets his first playoff experience? This is huge for him. But what has he gained throughout this season? What have you seen from him? What, what will last with him throughout the rest of his career because of this season? I, I just think how he's just matured in our offense. He's understanding our offense. He's understanding really the players now that, I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, the, the players that we have, is, we're not playing with the same guys that we started the first regular season oh, yeah. game with, you know, so we all understand that. But, you know, he's learning how to to trust his guys. He's learning how to communicate with those guys because this is the first time he's thrown passes to most of these guys. So he's <laughs> he's got to get on the same page with them as do they get on the same page with with Carson. So they're they're building a trust. They're building a bond. And, that, and that's kind of what we're seeing. And that leadership style from Carson is really taken over to the rest of the football team. And I think the rest of the team is kind of feeding off of that. And Carson's just saying, hey, guys, I'm going to put you on my back. Follow me. We're going to get this thing done no matter what. When Seattle came to town in November, five giveaways, I know it had to eat at you. What, what do you remember from those five giveaways to Carson interceptions, which hasn't happened much Yeah, time. you know, yeah, knock on wood. Um, you know, going back and watching that game again, um, you know, we did put up some good numbers in that game. We just didn't score. Obviously, one one key stat, and then uh, the turnover ratio. You know, and and the turnovers were 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 due in 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 part to some of the disruption that we had in our offensive line, right? In protection, uh, Brandon Brooks exited that game. Dillard was playing right tackle. There there were some things, some moving parts there that kind of kind of made us kind of have to shift gears just a little bit. And then I looked at it as a play calling, you know, standpoint, and you go, you know what? I, I could have helped our team a little bit better, and I learned from it you know, uh, from that game moving forward as well. And, and so there's a, there's a lot of good takeaways, a lot of positives that, that, that I look, I take away from that and, and things that we can watch and, and, and correct going into this second, second time around. This is a good football team. Obviously we know what they've done all season. They have got some different parts on offense as well. Their running back situation is a little different now, you know, defensively they're, they're the same, same guys. Um, you know, Clowney didn't play in the first game. We expect him to play in this next game, and he's a very disruptive guy. So uh, it's going to take all hands on deck once again. You know, we'll have a great plan for him. And, uh, you know, just look forward to our first uh, home playoff game in, uh, in a while. And Jim Schwartz gets to toss and turn all week thinking about Russell Wilson again. But what a job the first time around. Uh, sacked him six times, 200 passing yards. Uh, do you come back with the same approach here? Give well, a little game plan. Well, you're going to have to, you know, and you're, you're going to have to create, have something new, you know, something that maybe they haven't seen or, or something that could be a little creative to, to disrupt some timing because he's still effective out of the pocket. He's one of the top, you know, scramblers in the National Football League. He throws well on the run. So we got to make sure that we get him and we, when we get a chance to tackle him, we got to put him on the ground. And, uh, 
you know, if we can have and, and you know, hold if you hold that team to 17 points, you're doing something, right? right. Just means our offense has got to score more than 17. Great stuff. Congratulations again. Have a happy new year. Have a happy new year Thank to you. everyone out there. And it's playoff season. Let's have some fun. Yes. Eagles are just Ready. beginning to get things rolling here. Doug Peterson, Dave Spadaro, our weekly one-on-one presented by Wawa. Thanks for joining, everyone.